Hello, and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. I'm Ian here in Salt Lake City, Utah, that's a lifelong learner with a passion about communication, technology, and finding my zen. And with me, as always... I'm Angela. I am a student of life, I would call myself. I've had many careers that have given me a lot of insight into people, events, things like that. I'm currently a stay-at-home mom and grandma and a future college student. This week, we are going to be talking about knowing your self-worth. Yeah, this is an interesting topic. As we went through and looked at things, this really boils down a lot to self-confidence. Yes. Now, you, a lot of people use these terms mm-hmm. interchangeably. They do. I read a lot where people say they're not the same thing. I know self-esteem gets substituted in there as well. Yeah, and there are some that say it is the same thing and some that say it's not the same thing. Where do you side on that? I side on, I do believe your self-esteem ties into your self-worth. I think they're all connected. I do. I think they're slightly different facets. There are. I think when you do think of self-worth, instantly you think, well, my self-esteem, how I value myself as a person. And I, so I think that they are a little bit interchangeable. I know in my life, they're very cohesive to the same thing. Yes. And to, everybody might have a different opinion of that, but that's my opinion for that. So I'm in the same boat where I think they're slightly different variations. I, I yeah. think they are very tightly connected. Oh, very. They have to be. Let's, let's focus on self-worth. Yeah. Let's so do that. self-worth definition. It's a feeling that you are a good person who deserves to be treated with respect. I think also there's a value that you attach to yourself. There is. And if you don't, then you definitely have some work to do because you should put a value to yourself. That's a tough one. Oh, man. This this subject is a tough one for me. This one, it's... I've thought about a lot as we... As we... You're you're in this with me on these classes. (laughs) We're in this together, Ian. (laughs) (laughs) But I I went through and I started doing an entrepreneurship minor because they offered it over the summer. Mm -hmm. And it's normally a program I would not be able to participate in. Right. Because it's offered during the day when I'm usually at my my big boy job. Yes. With being furloughed, Mm -hmm. I I have time to do this. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of it. They offer it in the summer. Plus, you normally have to be a business student. Okay. Well, that so makes I sense. would not qualify I got because it. I'm not a business <laughs> student. They they opened it up, and I've been pretty fortunate to participate in it. Mm-hmm. As I go through this, one of the very first classes I took, the, the foundational thousand level, using scientific methods mm-hmm. to determine different parts of your business. Okay. One of the first things that came up was, how do you price yourself? How do you value interesting. I like your that skills. This tied into the self-worth. I know historically, as I've done computer work for a lot of people Mm -hmm, in the past, I usually do it at bargain basement prices because I'm like, you know what? As long as you pay me something, I'm okay with it. Now, I've stopped doing that. Good for you. I've started to increase that. One, because I don't have the time generally to use it. (laughs) I don't mind doing it. Right. It's just a factor of time. And I'm like, if you're going to take me away from my schooling or whatever else I'm going to be doing, you're going to pay me for that time. Got it. I tie kind of the mm-hmm. self-worth into what do you think other people should value you? Now, esteem is more where I start seeing the balance go yeah. over to external. Yeah. I think the the self-worth, what would I value myself in doing? Right. And I think that's a great way to phrase it and put it. I think that's something that people can 
relate to? We should all be asking ourselves that, actually. Almost like that might come up later. With self-esteem, self-worth, all of it, I know a lot of people, my past relationships in dealing with friends, family members, people almost think, well, if I have too high opinion of myself, I am egotistical, I am a narcissist, it will make me a bad person. Right, and you can understand why they would think that, but that would be not understanding 100% what self-worth is. I think that's taking it to a far extreme. It really is, and it is the extreme. And it's not the normal, actually. No. So what are some some common ways that people use to value yourself? And I'm going to call them pitfalls because we yes. shouldn't be using these, but these are what we use. Your appearance yes. from having the name brand shoes. I know growing up a child of the 80s, if you didn't have a guest mini skirt and Nikes and, you know, all the name brand stuff, you just were not cool. And I feel like... It still is to this day. I think it it's really actually is. worse. It has gotten worse. Like, I feel like it wasn't as bad when my kids were younger. But as I'm watching my 15-year-old get ready to go to high school, he's, yeah, it's bad. Is <laughs> you were in middle school and high school, uh-huh. give me three brands that stick out on your mind that you... Had to have. Had to have. Jabot jeans. Oh, that was top of mind. <laughs> Sorry. Guess. Okay. And uh, Nike. Yes. Those were the the three that come to mind first. Nike is is still very much... Uh, oh, it's very much it, my it's son. It's a case study for my class. Yeah. I mean, wearing some right now. <laughs> I do it more now just because they're comfortable and mm-hmm. I like them. And that's that's good. I, you can go a little extreme. Now, if that's a passion of yours, we're not criticizing you for that. I, I just, think... You shouldn't be valuing yourself based on whether you own name brand Agreed. stuff. And, and your appearance, honestly, some of us are overweight. Some of us aren't. Some of us are tall. Some of us are short. I mean, just this can be a lot of levels. And we shouldn't be valuing ourselves based on that. And it's really easy to do. We live in a society where that's done daily. Another way, another way is net worth. How much I make, how much money I have, how many toys I have, what a nice house I have, my car I drive, all that kind of stuff. Do we or do we not? I'm going to ask you, Ian, do we or do we not value ourselves based on that as a society and as, in a, as, a, as a whole? As a society, we really do. You look at social media <laughs> and where, where I find the self-worth the self-esteem, everything ties into it, is going to be in the fact we are 100% comparing ourselves to others. Oh, all the time. As you do that, that's where you start seeing a decline in how others feel about them. I know personally when I don't have time to get on social media, which is a lot these days. Yes, I would agree with that. It surprises people when they hear from me, which is actually <laughs> kind of nice. They, as, as I scroll through things, a lot of what I see posted falls into either a look at me, mm-hmm. comparison, vanity. I've actually gone through and started to remove a lot of the, the quote unquote, you know, I'm an influencer. I also have gone through and removed a lot of uh, the content out of my life that falls into that because I know I start to go... Oh, I really wish I was like them, or mm-hmm. I wish I had what they had, or and it's fine to have goals. Oh goals, yeah, absolutely. As we've discussed, are great. Oh, absolutely. But when you start to compare yourself to these other people and wanting to have that, when you know that really it's not going to make you any happier, you just want it because you see it and you want to be a part of that fad or craze or whatever, and you want to be valued that way. And it's really hard. It's exceptionally difficult to really go through and not 
have a, a comparison mindset. Right. This comes up a lot in the meditation practices yeah. that I've been studying for about the last year and a half, where comparison really is the root of so much grief in your life. Oh, it absolutely is. I'm going to hallelujah, amen, Ian, because there's a lot of truth to that. find when I don't get on social media, I don't mm -hmm. have time to do those comparisons. I think I'm actually... Part of the reason I enjoy being so busy is I don't have downtime to look at to stuff look at like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm progressing down the path I want to. And that's great. And and just do know that social media is up there as far as a pitfall and, and a comparison. I would also say who you know in your social circle. We vet, judge ourselves based on that. I know people that have to name drop constantly mm -hmm. on who they know and who they don't know. And you know what? It's really cool that you do know those people. I'm not criticizing you for knowing those people, but you shouldn't be valuing who you are based on knowing people and having the right friends and the right social circle. I mean, I kind of covered that, I think. it's Life is about networks and connections. It's oh, it part is. of why we're doing this oh, is to is. build a community. But when you constantly have to refer to others to showcase how awesome you are, it really becomes a turnoff very quickly. Yeah, I can. I in that, I know I I shut off. I tune out. I tease my friend, uh, my my best friend Soch, all the time because she gets mad. Her friends will ask when she does a barbecue or something. It's famous Ian. I don't know why I'm famous Ian. Oh, famous but Ian. I, I'm like I, that's you just say name, Ian. Famous Ian. But is is famous <laughs> Ian coming over? And usually it's because they want me to grill. I <laughs> I I love to cook, and they know it. It makes me laugh because she gets so mad. Because they're more excited if I'm coming than the fact that she's having an event. I actually told her one time, I was like, look, A, they do it because it gets to you. We're, <laughs> we're all a bunch of, you know, smart asses. Also, why should it matter to you? The fact that they're coming yeah. over shows that they want to be around you. Clearly, they enjoy your company. I know it's difficult. I have not always had self-worth, the self-esteem that I have now. It's still something I'm working on Oh, I was daily. I was telling you when before we started recording that this is the number one area in my life where I am constantly berating myself at, and I am not good at it yet. And I'm 50 years old, and I'm still not good at it. So it's definitely something I need to work on. So I'm kind of getting a lot out of this myself because... I'm going to be very curious. I think we're going to hear from people I think on so. this. Yeah. Because it is something that everyone struggles with to a degree. It is. When, when you bring up the social circles, it reminds me of also people tie their self-worth to what relationships mm -hmm. are they in? Who are they with? Oh, yeah. 100%. We have all been there. We I have. I remember when I was younger. Uh, a couple of partners that I had were highly sought after by others. And uh -huh. when I started dating, well, why are they dating you? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Because they want to. Uh, I, yeah, what do you I, want me to say to that? <laughs> so, thanks for making me feel like crap. But <laughs> and, and that comes back to kind of what we're talking about. You know, your career, what you do can be huge as mm -hmm. far as a pitfall for valuing your self-worth. And what you achieve in life can be right there. And I'm not trying to gloss over those things. I actually feel people attach a great amount of significance. Mm -hmm. Like I, I by day am a trainer. I love training. Yeah. I love taking knowledge, learning it, sharing it, watching others grow. That truly to me is one of the greatest joys in life. Yeah. I would not make a great 
teacher for like children. I don't <laughs> quite have those patients. Adults annoy me to a very <laughs> big extent. Children, I, I think it takes a special love and kindness. It does. And uh, you know, that I don't know I have the patience for it. I struggle it, with my dogs as it is. <laughs> I only like the kids in my life that I love. Yeah. That's well, it's one much... thing when it's like your children or your grandchildren, yeah. but when it's somebody else's <laughs> children. Now, I'd love to do volunteerism. Yeah, part and of that's it's, fun, though. I, it, that's that fulfilling. fills another avenue right. of life. But I know a lot of my part of my self-worth comes from the training. It comes from the working in the community, the volunteerism that I'm able to do as well. Yeah. I tie a lot of that because it selfishly makes me feel good doing things for others. Right. It. Well, I don't know that selfish, though. <laughs> to me, it, not a bad selfish. No, it's but not, I sure. I love how it makes me feel seeing other people. Happy. Right, and I'm and I'm in others. that boat with you. I like. I think most people do like to see other people happy. Another avenue to go down is tying your worth to a person and a relationship. Mm-hmm. And okay, I'll say this: a spouse. If my self worth is based on whether or not I'm a good wife, or whether or not my husband loves me, wants me, all that kind of stuff, then my self worth is not my own. It's tied to another person. Being a mom. My self-worth is 100% tied to being a mom, and I don't have a personal self-worth. And I think that's kind of where we're going. You've got to find your personal self-worth. This isn't about who you are as a wife and who you are as a mother. And those things all impact you, who you are as a friend. But you need to find who you are as a person, yourself, just you, just Angela, just Ian. Part of that comes down to understanding your values, yes. your who you are, and kind of tying into our conversation about being your, genuine yeah, and your authentic, authentic to yourself, yeah. identifying what is of value. Yeah, you got to know that for yourself. That to me is a huge leap in this process. Out of all the things I, I we talk about... But it also, again, takes being honest with yourself. It does. And that's not easy. We're kind of compounding the complexity <laughs> of, of not easy things into this. Find it interesting when we converse with people in regards to we're pushing people down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're engaging them in a a process where we're, we're nudging them down a path that they want to do. Yeah. Maybe they've been scared to do. And maybe they just need to hear that other people are doing it and they've fumbled along the way, but they're still trying to do it. One thing I think we are finding as we go through this is these are topics that, yes, there are some people that talk about them, but they mm-hmm. are not talked about frequently and no. especially together. Correct. And that's what I was going to say. Tying them all together in the way that we've done. I feel like it's unique to us. Yay us. And <laughs> we're only nine deep. Go Ian and Angela. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. My identity is very much tied to being a mom, grandma, and wife. That's who my I tie my self-worth to. So this is a journey that is one I am starting today to go down better for myself. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not a perfect mom. I'm not a perfect wife. I'm not a perfect grandma. But these are things I feel that I'm fairly good at. But I don't have an identity outside of it. I don't have a career because I stay home. Now, that's that's a calling and career in and of itself. But I don't have an identity outside of those relationships. Does that make sense? You have. I have in the past, yes. Honestly, the favorite job I ever had was working at a deli. I was really good at retail management. I was really good as a personal trainer. I did it in a different field than you mm-hmm. did. I was good at career counseling. I was good at that kind of stuff, but honestly, my favorite job, which people might consider low totem job, 
you know, depending on how you value your self-worth was working at the deli. I loved the people that came in every day, interacting with the customers. It was just my favorite job. But going back to this, I have lost my way as far as my self-worth outside of those three relationships I talked about. So this is a journey I've got to go down myself, guys. I'm with you here. I know that this is an ongoing thing for everyone. It is. I have been where you're at. You've mm-hmm. seen me. I have seen positions. you there. Part of it was the relationship thing you were talking about. Yeah. When I have lost partners through breakups, mm-hmm. nobody's died. Uh, it's just been breakups. Yeah. But it very much would take a toll on my ego. And mm-hmm. I took a bigger break and I found I started to get happier. Yeah, it's funny how that works. It's an exploration. It, it can of be. Of kind yeah. of going, oh, this is who I am again. Hey, I found me. Here's Ian. <laughs> oh, over here. <laughs> yeah. Again, maybe it's getting older. I don't Can know. Can be, I think. I, I really am going to start blaming it on that. I do not want to see myself drift out of where I'm at. I feel like my progression is getting better. Yeah. I, I think I'm light years ahead of where I was <laughs> in many, 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 many aspects. I love when I talk to people and I hear about their journey and their moving. It usually will take something, I, I don't want to, catastrophic maybe isn't the right term. Mm-hmm. usually takes a major event. It can. To for trigger sure. that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what triggered it for me was losing my mom. Mm-hmm. Did, had a very contentious relationship with my mom at the end. And it makes me sad that, that, that it was that way. We both did things. We both said things. We were both stubborn. That took me understanding that I have to find a self-worth outside of my relationships with other people. Now, because I thought I was this really great, loving daughter, but she didn't see it that way. She pointed out some things that she didn't like and things that she didn't want me doing. And anyway, I thought I was a pretty good daughter. Turns out I had some some failings. She had some failings as mom. She was a great mom. Don't get me wrong. But there were times we let each other down. And I think it took her passing away for me to start to analyze who I want to be outside of relationships. Sure. And in that journey, it has created some strife in other relationships in my life because I am trying to find an identity outside of, let's say, me, me and my husband. My identity has been very tied to him because since we graduated 31 years yeah since we graduated high school we've been together been married we've been in uh, raising kids and going through a lot of stuff together and over the last year or so since my mom passed away I've been trying to find a little bit of an identity outside of him and I think it's created some contention in my relationship not because he doesn't want me to find that, because he supports me in it. That's who we were as a couple. And now we're both trying to face this identity of who we are separate from each other too. Now, our marriage is strong. We're happy. But we are trying to find an identity outside of it. And I wish I could tell you that that's not going to happen. But that's part of the natural progression. And if you're in a good marriage like I happen to be, that's going to actually help our relationship grow stronger. I think it's important to point out to people that as you make changes, Mm -hmm. there will be some people who are not happy with it. No. There are going to be some that struggle with it. And we've mentioned, especially the people that generally have the biggest issue Mm -hmm. with this, are uh, going to be your sociopaths, your narcissists, people that want to control 
and they, they maybe have had more influence over you than you know. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of truth to that. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> I was going to say something that probably is not appropriate. So go ahead, Ian. Well, I want people to really go through this and, and approach it from, it is a mindset shift. It and is not going, an easy one. okay, I'm worthy of being paid well. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I tell people, take inventory of, yeah, of that's good. what you do, who you are, and really start associating a value with that. Yeah. Understand that you have value. You have worth. Yes. And it's not easy to, I guess, a number or a value statement to what you do and what you are and who you are. But you have to do that to find yourself. Those pitfalls of how we value our self-worth are truly that pitfalls. Those things we've already just talked about, those are truly pitfalls. If you want to find your worth, you have to do it for you. Find your own way. Find your own path. And if you have good relationships with other people, they're going to come with you on that journey. They're going to find their way to you. They might buck at it at first, but they're going to find that way. You're going to be happier. They're going to be happier. Your relationship's going to be happier. You need to take ownership back. You do. You you, you have to say, you know what? This is mine. This is not yours. Mm-hmm. Again, Kind of making a distinction between like self-esteem and, and other things that people see. But really saying, you know what, this is for me. Honestly, what's going to make me happy, where I want to go, mm-hmm. how I want to be seen, how right. I want to be known. But this is going to be, at my core, what makes me happy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you and hit on it real good right there. good mm-hmm. as a... Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's something that is not going to be an an easy journey for people. And please, we share our personal experiences, but we love hearing from you and your personal experiences on this journey. Maybe some of you are at a way more advanced process than we are in this journey. Ian's a little more ahead of where I am personally. Uh, Only on certain things. And, And that's true of everything. This is one that I'm undertaking and just starting now with you guys because it has been a huge epiphany to me of... I don't have a worth outside of a lot of these things and I need to find it. And once I do, I know I'm going to be a lot happier as a person. And I know my relationships and my life and everything will fall back into place a little bit once I value myself for who I am. And as you peel the layers back, right, yeah. and you, you find those pieces, one of the biggest things I find made me feel better, mm-hmm. I actually would go, you know what, this, this, and this makes me who I am. You know what? Those are actually pretty great things. Yeah. They're they're you, they're they're unique, especially in that combination to me, as a person. That's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. It is. I think you'll actually see people change when you start having that realization. I think people will view you differently as you yeah. make these adjustments and realizations. Well, when you're happier in your own skin, what people think of you and what people get from you are very different things. I, I, that was kind of a confusing statement. When you know who you are and you know with confidence that you're a happy person and that you're worthwhile and that you deserve happiness and you deserve good things, you're going to project that out there and you're going to draw the right people into your life that will help you achieve Correct. those goals. And that's somewhere I am not <laughs> right now. I'm getting there, but I definitely have a lot of work on that. Well, going into meditation... Yeah. And, and we're, we're going to talk a lot more about meditation 
your Chris practices, I practice it, you practice it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people we know practice. Yeah. It's not the crazy thing it used to be. It's not some hippie thing. No, it's not. Part of the reflective practice of meditation is becoming more aware of yourself. Yeah. Your actions, your feelings, mm-hmm. your nature, not beating yourself up over things. Mm-hmm. And I'm good is, at that. <laughs> is a, we all are. We are our own worst critic. Oh, we are. As we go through things. Granted, I I think we've all had pretty harsh ones in our lives, but nobody will ever compare to ourselves. You're definitely your own worst critic. And <laughs> as you become more aware of, especially the conversation you're having with yourself, and your self-talk is a huge piece of this. It is a huge piece of this because no one else is necessarily saying those things to you, but you think that's what you're hearing. I know that when I go to bed at night, if I haven't done a little bit of mindfulness meditation, shutting things off, I take it all to bed with me. I beat myself up over, well, I could have been nicer to this person, or I could have been better at this, or mm-hmm. I could have done this better. You've got to have a dialogue with yourself, but stop beating yourself up for every little thing. You cannot be so in control of your life that you have to worry about every little thing that came out of your mouth and Agreed. every little thing that you said or did. Once you're happy in your own skin, that's going to go away on its own because you're not going to be worried about it anymore. You know who you are. You know who you want to be, and you're going to be that person. I want you to kind of think of it in terms of an emotional bank account. Yeah. An emotional savings account. Let's let's take a step okay, further. Savings account, so yeah. an emotional savings account, we're, we're going to draw off, draw off of it from time to time. Mm-hmm. But as we go through this, look at your skills. Look at mm-hmm. who you are and attach a dollar value to them. Yeah. And what is your savings goal? Where do you want to be at in this journey? Yeah. I mean, that's a great way to, to look at it. And do, do you want to have $2,000? Do you want to have $10,000? <laughs> well, great. Okay. If that's your goal, where you're at right now, how how are you going to value the traits, the the skills, the, the everything about you that makes you you mm-hmm. in a dollar amount? And there's going to be a gap. There is. Absolutely. There's there's going to be some sort of deficit that you have between what you want and where you're at. And then you can start having the honest conversations with yeah. yourself and going, okay, I need to do this, this, and this to get here. Mm-hmm. Then you can start making goals and you can start putting actions into your life mm-hmm. to help drag yourself up to there. Oh, yeah. I like that. That's actually really great. Good job. Words of wisdom from Ian. I, I want to stress that... This takes a lot of practice. It does, and it's never going to not take a lot of practice. It will get easier as it you will. do practice, though. It will. The, the process itself will become a lot easier for you. Like a lot of the things we've talked about. Yeah, The process is, is usually not pretty. No. It's usually, it, it, it's grueling. It really but is. But it is. It is necessary. I wish I could tell you it wasn't, but. You have got to find a way to value yourself and attach a value to yourself. So I know that you found an author I did. that spoke to you about this. Uh, her name is Stephanie Jade Wong, and she's actually a PhD uh, in uh, psychology. Okay. She's really good. Like everything I came across from her, I'm going to go out and get a few of her books and look them up. They're really short reads, most of them, Mm -hmm. and they're really good, but she's got great ones on self-awareness. Okay. 
she tells you to make a list of things that you think are tied to your self-worth, to your, to your, uh, identity. Now with me, it was mother, wife, grandma, and those kind of relationships. Mm -hmm. And she said, after you do this, if it's tied to a person or a relationship, you need to crumble it up and throw that away. Those are important. I think if it's tied to anything but you. Yeah. If it's tied to anything but you, then you don't truly understand what that self-worth is. And then she, to me, that was like, oh, whoa, (laughs) because that's what I had tied my self-worth identity to. A lot of us do. Uh, We do. And she she gave me a, a set of steps that I really liked that you can do for yourself, knowing your strengths and weaknesses, okay. asking yourself the questions that need to be answered. Now, to me, that one was a little weird, but am I this person when I'm only with them or is that who I am? The questions that need to be answered, but only you know well, those questions. Questions that need to be answered, why that would be important would be how are you going to identify where you want to go? If you don't. And we talked about this. Yeah way at the beginning, mm-hmm. but you, you need to understand that. And my questions are not going to be the same as your questions. Nope, They're not going to be not. the same as anybody else's. So learn from your mistakes, per, which is personal reflection. That will definitely impact you and your personal awareness and Agreed. your personal worth. Try new things so you can find your Zen. Now you're big uh, on finding your Zen, Ian. It is. And I will tell you the things that make me happy now Mm-hmm. are a lot different than what they were even five, 10 years ago. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Part of that has been through my meditation practice. Right. And that's good. And part of it is really going, what brings me, you know, kind, kind of going Marie Kondo. Does that really bring me joy? When you really stop and start having a conversation with yourself and you discuss, no, that doesn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. It makes others happy, which I think makes me happy, but... It doesn't truly. And being okay letting those things go. Yeah. No, I agree with that 100%. Letting things go is oh my exceptionally gosh. <laughs> difficult, especially when it's been such a cornerstone mm-hmm. of who you thought you were through this process. Oh, absolutely. Uh, recall your natural strengths and interests. This one hit home for me. Been married 31 years. I've been a mom 31 years. I've been a grandma right after being a mom. I still have a 15-year-old at home. My identity is 100% tied to all that. My self-worth, who I am. I was trying to remember things that used to interest me and my natural strengths outside of that. And that list was really hard for me. In fact, I want to go home tonight and during my meditation time, I want to work on that list because that was a really hard list for me. And I think once I tap into that, I'm going to hit that ding, the light bulb's going to go on and I'm going to be like, I need to pursue that to make myself happier, my identity, my worth. Uh, Some other things would be learning from your past. I think that's a, a given for your better future. Some things are easier to learn from than others as you go through and evaluate your past. Absolutely. Having the, the, the internal fortitude to really look at things and go, you know, uh, (laughs) that, that was not good. That was not something that I am proud of. Right. And we all have those times for sure. I, I know I I can think of four right off the top of my head. (laughs) I, there are some things that I just look back and I am 
uh, cringeworthy is probably the best term. Cringeworthy. I like that because, yeah, I'm there with you. But you know what? Knowing that will make you a better person. It will. Because you learned from it. You understood. If you look back, and some of mine are back from my childhood, some of mine are newly married, it, whenever the range time range is for this, if it's still making you cringe, then you learned from it. And uh, as, as you go through and look at these things that cringe, understanding you probably need to change your environment. Oh, a little, yeah, definitely. As you go through this, look for things that bolster where you want to go. Oh, yeah. After you've identified these, look for things where you can just prop yourself up with positivity. Oh, yeah. I one agree of with my, that. You, you know, one of my favorite authors, speakers, Gary V. I I posted stuff that he was posting over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And you need positivity absolutely is something we need more of in our lives. Uh, I agree. No matter who you are, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, positivity can take many forms. I think part of it is is a a large part of it comes from within you Mm -hmm. and, and having that hope for yourself I think once you're secure in that, you can start projecting that out onto others. Oh, absolutely. And I think you will see your life change through this. You will. I agree with that 100%. So em- embrace what makes you, you. Absolutely. Be be 100% committed to you. Building that yes. that bank account or, or, you know, checklist, whatever, whatever measurement you want to use. Mm-hmm. But remember, this does not revolve around anybody else other than you. No, and this, you can think of it as a selfish trait. It's not selfish. It's you, not. You have to make yourself strong and worthwhile before you can help other people be that. As you, a there, mom, there's you, that go saying, ahead. Yeah. right? There's that yeah. saying that you, you can't take care of anybody else if you're not taking care of yourself. <laughs> right. And it is so true. And I'm, I don't think we dig enough on that as a society. We do not. We do not. I know when I started saying, you know, this is what I'm going to do for me. This is, I had others in my life say, you know what, that's selfish because I was not going to direct my attention. I got beat up by people that were very near and dear to me mm, over this. You did. That were telling me different things. This makes you a bad person. This makes you a terrible person. You... How dare you stop thinking about others? Right. And those were from that extreme group we talked about, the narcissists Mm -hmm. and the people that if you're not focusing all your attention on them, then you're a selfish person. Me, 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 Mm -hmm. me. Yep. So when you run into people that do that, don't, don't link yourself to it. Correct. Detach yourself from that situation and keep going forward on your journey. So... To, to kind of just sum it all up yeah. is is this is going to be tough. It is. It's it's a hard set of conversations to have with yourself. Focus in on you. Understand that you have value. You have traits that make you you. Yeah. Now, that's not to say you are the most special snowflake in the world. <laughs> but to a degree, you are. You and are. It's you are okay. unique. Yeah. You are you, unique. You will share some traits. Some traits. You won't share some traits, and that's okay. It is. It absolutely is. You are uniquely you. You know, I I reflect on me and you. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of overlapping things sure that we share in common. We sure do. 
some of us like pink hair and some of us don't. Is it pink, oh. really? Uh, it's getting there. Uh, <laughs> is, is some you... of us are tan, some of us are yes, not. so oh, I am pasty white. <laughs> Just kidding. And, well, I'm working on my farmer's tan right now, but... <laughs> Is is you go through these these things and and understand it's not bragging it's oh, not no. it's not being egotistical no it is being happy and surround yourself with that positivity whatever mm-hmm. you need whether it's you engage other people in your life whether and we've talked about this in the past where cutting people out of your life mm-hmm. is is a tough but necessary thing I it know. Is. I've I've gotten better at not just doing it so violently <laughs> as as I used to. I I more just kind of try and bow out and I, and I get to use the excuse a lot of the time that people just know I'm busy, and that's part of why I like like being busy too. Right is because I, I guess agree what with that. I can direct where I'm going. Mm-hmm. You absolutely can. So I I want people to kind of put that in their heads. No, that's great. I as, like that yeah. as they go through this and don't attach yourself to anything else other than you no yeah please this 100 <laughs> is on you that's important to take away from this this is you yes this is just you so it's that time the weekly challenge the weekly challenge so as we we talked about what we should put with this I, obviously it's going to be you need to identify you mm-hmm. i want you to take time away from everything else mm-hmm. and really dig deep please this is not going to be a five minute exercise it's not in fact you know you choose how much you want to do this or how little but do it if if it helps maybe go on a drive mm. i love driving and listening to music and reflecting it's go one of my favorite go things. somewhere that you like to go i mean we're we're here in the salt lake valley mm. We have Beautiful. a lot of areas I love to go driving in. Oh, me too. And it's a shame that gas is not as cheap as it was, but it's still not as expensive as it was <laughs> it's either. True. So There's a lot with of that, that, wherever you need to go to have this reflection time, mm-hmm. and if you want, it, maybe you already do meditation and you can add this to your, your self-reflection mm-hmm. as, as you look at things, but understand that you're going to go at your own pace just like anything we throw out there as a challenge oh yeah absolutely i I don't want anybody to think this is going to be a one and done five minutes be done by next episode or yeah no take take your time i want this to be a a pleasant thing for people i want it to be a journey Mm -hmm. that they enjoy because at the end of the day you and i want people to be happier oh absolutely we we after many years of extreme turmoil in both of our lives. Mm-hmm. And in, in, there's still things out there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we have reached a place of a little bit of peace and happiness, and we kind of want others to be able to find that. So yes. we're taking you on the journey that has worked for us, and we're hoping it works for you too. I'm kind of dragging people along with me. Just come on. You'll enjoy it. Just trust I'm me. Like, trust I, us. You'll get there. I promise. As always, we, we appreciate you spending time with us. Be yes. sure that you go and... Uh, share us with others. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find us all over the place. Oh yeah, we're, we're getting all over the place. So finally, finally <laughs> things are, are being able to be found a little bit easier. Uh, you can find us on the Radio Ronin Network. Absolutely. You can find us uh, on Podbean. 
you can find us on iTunes. Uh, Spotify promises me it's coming. There's there's a lot of other platforms that are finally starting to pick it up. Part Correct. of it is we needed to get a few shows under our belt. We do. And it you, takes a little time. You do. And you have to have a little bit of a following. But right, as uh, you as you find us on different places, please feel free. And, and we, we would love it if you would go ahead and rate us, throw us a like, and share us yes, with others. Please. That just helps it so we know what people are into and where we need to go with things. Right. And Your feedback if, helps us grow. So. Oh, gosh. So much. So as you go through things, if there's anything, please engage us on the socials, Facebook yes. and Instagram. And then you can also shoot us an email if you'd yes, like. Yes, please. And you can talk to us on messengers, wherever mm-hmm. you're most comfortable. Yep. But we do this so we can have conversations with people. We love it. And I love when somebody reaches out to me. I know you do too. I absolutely adore it. And please, uh, make the best of your week. Yes, we're, please. We're happy to have you along on this ride. And we will talk to you soon. See you next week. 